In our previous episode, we destigmatized mental health as an issue that is as common as its abuse. Tonight, we take the destigmatization further by discussing the relationship between mental health and addiction. Good evening, my lovelies. I welcome you to another episode of Script Talk with Similudua. This is where we discuss unpopular opinions about us, you, me, the society, and culture. My name is Simi Lulua, and it is a great pleasure to anchor tonight's episode. Without further ado, let's jump right into the show. Just give me a gif, and I'll be right back. One of the major ways we might get introduced into adulthood is getting into trouble. That, you know you're a dead meat kind of trouble. The stage where you begin to look for a way out of trouble. Only that at this stage, we may get to lie a lot. Lie a lot to cover up our fault or escape from being punished. However, as we grow older, we see that trouble comes in different shades and categories. The trouble you get into intentionally, the trouble you get into unintentionally, the trouble you wanted and the trouble you didn't foresee. This can include trouble from society, family or trouble of the mind. As we grow and we begin to look for other routes of escape, we get introduced into the fantasy world of temporary pleasure where everything feels so right and so good, but only for a moment. But we do not want this moment to stop, so we keep going back as often as we can, unknown to us that we are building a safety trap in the embrace of addiction. But this is not the general story of everyone. For some, it is from a habit that didn't stop right from childhood. For others, it started with the curiosity or peer pressure. No matter how it started, guess what? Every human is susceptible to addiction. But if we are all susceptible to addiction, why do some get addicted and others do not? To answer this question, we need to understand what addiction is. Addiction is lack of self-control from something that has a temporary reward or effect, but in longer term becomes dangerous. Medicalnewstoday.com describes it as an inability to stop using a substance or engaging in a behavior even though it is causing psychological and physical harm. This means that despite the harm it's causing to you, it becomes difficult to stop. And just before you think addiction is all about drugs, well, it is not. Addiction can be both substance and behavioral. Substance addiction refers to the addiction to external things like sugar, alcohol, illicit drugs, and even prescription drugs. On the other hand, behavioral addiction is when one has little or no control of their behavior in order to satisfy a temporary pleasure or brief feelings of happiness. Such persons become so dependent on these temporary pleasures such that it becomes a compulsive act. Under this kind of addiction are phone and internet addiction, exercise addiction, work addiction, spiritual obsession, which by the way is different from religious devotion, seeking pain, yes, strange as it sounds, but some people are addicted to pain, video game addiction, pornography, food, gambling, sex, shopping, basically one can be addicted to any form of behavior, whether good or bad. But what I find rather intriguing 
is that both substance and behavioral addiction are very common and relatable to us as people and both eventually work towards the goal of destroying a major part of this central nervous system, the brain specifically. However, we tend to create more awareness about that of the drug than the behavioral addiction. It is important we create awareness for both categories because they are both injurious to our lives in the long run. While the physical or substance addiction can be obvious and sure destroys rapidly and swiftly, behavioral is more like a slow poison that starts harmlessly but gets to destroy a person eventually. It can also become chronic just like substance. Behavioral addiction eventually leads to impaired memory, impaired decision making, which affects discretion or judgment, relationship problems, legal problems, financial problems, communicable diseases, depression, the list goes on. Just like that of the substance addiction. Now, substance and habits are not by themselves addictive. After all, people take drugs to get well and do not stay on it. Some others drink alcohol and do not become alcoholics. People eat but do not become glutens. People use their cell phones but are not stuck to it. So what makes some people addicted is not the thing in itself, but our voluntary insistence on rewarding ourselves with the temporary feel-good chemical called dopamine. Now, ordinarily, every human should feel this when they do things they find pleasurable. For instance, exercise or even drinking coke can give you dopamine. Basically, anything or behavior you find generally pleasurable secretes dopamine in your brain, which makes you feel good. However, dopamine motivates you to repeat these behaviors to get that positive feeling over and over and over again. Addiction occurs at the point where a person's brain reward secretary has been altered such that it becomes a behavioral or substance use disorder medical news today explains that with time the behavior or substance eventually no longer causes the same rewarding feelings that it once caused and at this point the person often finds themselves using the substance just to feel normal my dear friend as cliche as this may sound, it is indeed true that too much of everything is bad. Addiction is a bottomless pit that can never be filled, a monstrous hunger that keeps growing. The more you feed it, the more famished it gets. Nobody tries a substance or forms a habit with an intention to be destroyed by it. But when we do not exercise balance and discipline in our discretion, things take a downturn. Whether it is a coping mechanism, route of escape, something you find pleasurable or your curiosity has led you there, please begin to exercise self-control and if gone beyond that, be courageous to seek help. Generally, let's help ourselves before it is too late. I will conclude this episode by recommending three things that can help curb your addiction or that I believe can help curb your addiction. And as always, remember that this is not a medical advice, please. The first and best is to seek professional help. Well, this one is actually good advice. Seek professional help, especially if it has gotten to a point where you lose control or are totally dependent or are on the addictive behavior or substance. Secondly, 
get an accountability partner in a trusted friend or family member. Thirdly, get caught. Yes, get caught. Intentionally get caught, especially those that are secretly addicted to something very bad. Just get caught. But generally, please, as much as it is within your power, practice self-control with your guilty pleasures. Remember, it's teaching time saves nine. Hey guys, thank you so much for stopping by. Please share this episode with your family, friends, and foes. Invite them to follow us on any of our platforms on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course, Anchor. Follow us on our Facebook group at Script Talk with Simi Lulua. That is Script Talk with Simi Lulua. We also have some of our articles on Medium and Substack. Again, don't forget to like and share this episode. Next week, I hope to have a medical doctor with me to discuss a rather very important organ in our bodies and how our mental health can affect it negatively. You do not want to miss it, so keep it a date with us same time next week. Until then, my friends, Godspeed and keep well.